going on. This is one half of Bad Influence Kazarian, and you're listening to Matt and Brindo's Wrestling Show. That was the Best Coast Boogeyman. That was the International Incident. That was the main event, Merry Makers, Bad Influence, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. You're listening to the show. Keep listening, everyone. On time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. So we're here, MBWS, Mr. Brendo's wrestling show. We're doing recording this for the second time with Marty and Sarah from Marty and Sarah Loves Wrestling. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, what a treat. Two podcasts oh, in two months, right? Yeah, I'm still really pissed off at the fuck butt TSA guy <laughs> who just tore apart my backpack. Yeah. Because um, apparently I look like a huge stoner, and which may or may not be true, but um, I don't know what the deal was. But he just tore it apart, and I, he, and I, I kept asking him, like, "Did you? I, I feel like you didn't, because he, the way he put it back, it was not very kind." And sure enough, I get home, and the flash drive with the podcast in it is gone. Yeah, the worst. The worst. But. I mean, it's not the same as, like, we're not recording at the WrestleCon where Sabu's walking by and people are looking at us because we just said Shit King. Yeah. Well, here in Chicago, we have Raw paused, and it's uh, Braun really giving it to Roman. So it's kind of a similar atmosphere, at least for us. (laughs) Awesome. So... Um, it's one, we're one month, it seems, it's been only, it's been one month since WrestleMania. Are you still feeling the afterglow? Sarah, do you miss WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, I was just telling Marty the other day, I almost wept because I missed WrestleMania so much. It was such a fun weekend. It's the most fun time. The only thing, the only other time of year I feel that way is at San Diego Comic Con. Just that feeling when you're around, everybody around you is into it as much as you are. And People you can, who get it. Yeah, yeah no, and you I can know. talk to anybody and have these amazing conversations. I know a lot of people who watch WrestleMania, but I think also they just like saw everybody like live tweeting stuff and and the podcast afterwards. And I have I had so many friends who were like, "I'm going to New Orleans next year. I got to go." Yeah. So I think that when we have these shows and we talk about how fun it is and everything, I think people see that and they're like, "Okay, I'm I'm going." It's just so much fun. I mean, Sarah, it was your first time. Like, was it? I mean, we talked about this earlier, but was it? just completely overwhelming for you or how did you feel like when you got to Orlando and you're there? Yeah. I kind of felt like uh when you see a bird at like the food court of an amusement park and it's just like looking at all the food <laughs> options and it's just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was so fun. There's so many people I got to meet and it was like meeting fans of the podcast was amazing buddies Meeting wrestlers was amazing. Hanging out with Colt at his table all day and like helping him do sales is amazing. 
seeing yeah. the shows, even riding the bus to WrestleMania. Marty's like doing comedy bits on the mic, and I people are cheering. I gotta do that bus trip next year. It sounds it like a lot of so fun. fun. Yeah, it was very fun, and I had the uh, the little uh, CB radio for the whole bus, and we were kind of having fun. You were drunk with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Like if I had that, it's fun. it was fun to play with yeah. and stuff. We were kind of just going over who who we thought was going to win matches and stuff <laughs> like that. It was it was very fun. The whole weekend was just great. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, my first time at WrestleMania was actually in New Orleans in 2014. Okay. And I still have my Marty and Colt beads. Oh, that's right. For Marty, the Marty Gras themed uh, WrestleCon. Is we'll Marty spelled M-A-R-T-Y? No. <laughs> it should have been. And uh, we'll be back there next year for Man, WrestleMania. That was, thinking about that, though, is so crazy because my memories of that are like you – and Kevin Steen and yeah. Steve Carino, like on yep. stage, and now seeing where those guys are now, like that's where Kevin told, Steen is, that, is like that's what I told Sarah. It's so wild. Like last year, I remember uh, by our table, uh, Samoa Joe was next to us, mm-hmm. and um, oh, I can't like you know Tommaso and Gargano and all those. It's like just so wild to see everybody uh, how it just changes out, yeah. and it's just like and and then. Uh, you know, guys get signed and, and Wait till Grado and Leo Gal get signed as a tag team. <laughs> oh man. Oh dude. You guys, I'm so glad you got on the Leo Gal train because we are on it. So, so I I'm actually in that have you seen the video of him doing the Stone Cold? No. Yeah, yes, turn- we, oh, I think I've seen the video, but I didn't know you were in it. I'm in that video because that was because so the whole thing was I I did the performance center all access experience. I saved up for a whole year. Yeah, it was a crazy never, thing. He had like a sweet budgeting system. I love it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, well, I'm a, so I work for a school district and they basically have this thing where you can withdraw whatever you want from your paycheck and they put it into a high interest savings account because it's supposed to be like for the summer. Mm-hmm. But now well, they, they don't, they used to, you used to not get paid over the summer, but now they evenly distribute your pay throughout the year. We had to okay. fight for that. Okay. <laughs> Um, so instead now I use it to save up for vacations. Okay. And so that's how I was able to save up the, um, couple thousand dollars that this thing cost. But it was money well spent. It was worth every penny. There you go. So we got to do a ring entrance, like with, like we got to pick who to coach us. And my coaches were Roddy and Alistair Black. Oh, very good. Awesome. And they convinced me to do Nakamura's entrance. Okay. Yeah. And how was that? I did it in front of. I was. It was. It was the. I. I freaked out at first, but then I'm walking down the ramp, and everybody, and it's the whole NXT roster, the okay. entire roster, and they just got. They started going crazy, and I just got really into it, and then I walk up to Shinsuke, and we do it. Did it together. Oh, that's so cool. And then, and and then just the look on his face, he was so excited. Although. Um, the wrestlers make getting in and out of the ring, like, look really easy. Yeah. It's not. It's not at all. Yeah. Uh, I totally almost fell out back out of the ring when I was trying to get into it. Whenever and, I do ring announcing and I'm getting in and out of the ring, I was, I'm just saying to myself, don't fall, don't fall, don't yeah, fall, don't fall. So. I've gotten in the ring in high heels before and oh that's like, oh my gosh. And then you're like, don't anyone see that my legs are trembling? <laughs> When I ever see, no. like, the, the, I forgot her name, but the woman, the Evolve announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like, I don't know how she does it. I don't know it's impressive. how she manages. It's and like also a just. Leg 
strength thing, I think. Yeah. I was like learning to like distribute my weight differently when I wore heels. And they also tell me to wear flats because they want to make the wrestlers look big and strong. So I'm like, you know what? This works out for everybody. Yeah, and 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 it would. I didn't even try to get up on the turnbuckles. Like some of the guys did that, and I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. not not even because I was like blown up by the time. <laughs> well, even Leo had some trouble at the top rope. Yeah, there, I saw. yeah, because so like Leo was watching us all do that, and I guess he's like, I want to do that too. So the last one, Stone Cold's music hit, and Leo comes out, and you've seen the video. Everybody went yep. crazy. I love it. Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, he's we got uh, an nice email. Week. Guy. From Court Bauer, just with a tweet, and he was like, "You, you gotta see this guy. Look at all of his social media." And we were like, "Yep, immediately on board yeah, for Leo now." I so I used to after college, I taught English in China, and I lived up in the far northeast. And I've act and Leo's from Inner Mongolia, and I've actually been there. Oh, cool! And um, and so when I when I was at the PC, the the one of the guys I was with immediately, he's from Hong Kong. And he told he went and introduced me to all the because the, they've got like ten people I think from China, yeah. And um and 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 they were all just like Chinese people are always fascinated when they meet an American that like willingly went to China and lived there. So yeah, that's awesome. It was really fun talking to Leo, and um I hope because he's he's also like a super awesome amateur wrestler. Yeah, I know yeah. all those guys are like super big. But, yeah, Leo's only been doing pro wrestling for like nine months. That's awesome. And, but I, hope I think it works out for him, man. I hope it does too. But some of those other guys, they're really impressive. I mean, what's what what's the guy's name that was actually in the Andre Battle Royal? Yeah, I can't oh, remember his uh, name. Young. Big, big guy or no, oh, no, 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 not Big Damo, no. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I know, I I know that, and it's funny too because I saw they were kind of like showing like that WWE.com had like. Five reasons why you should fall in love with Leo Gao, and it was yeah. like the one when they're all in their suits, and he's he's <laughs> in his like leather he's jacket, like a vest and like a leather like, jacket and stuff, yeah. sunglasses. Looks like he's in the yeah. outfit that you wear normally. Yeah, yeah, he's in I'm my, a big my fan walk around here. <laughs> yeah, like the other thing that that experience gave me because I was gonna tell this to Sarah, and then I think I sidetracked, but I got to do um, commentary with their new guy, uh, Vic Joseph. Very cool. Um, That's awesome. And it made me risk because I know you guys have both both do commentary. Yeah. And you know, people on the internet are all like, fuck Michael Cole, like I blah blah blah. They have no idea how hard that shit is. Like, also, you didn't even it's have tiring. Vince McMahon yelling in your ear. I didn't the even whole have time, Vince McMahon so. yelling in my ear, but just coming up with things to say, yeah. especially as a color commentator, which is because yep. Vic was doing the play by play and he's like asking me things and he, I'm like and it's just like you would. I guess everybody just thinks that it's so easy, but I can't couldn't imagine doing that with like Vince screaming at you. Oh boy, yeah, like, it seems not fun. Yeah, it was hard enough. Like I did it twice because I really wanted to get picked to do the commentary for the private show that they did, and it came down to me and one other guy, and he was uh, better than me. Uh, he was better than me. Hey, I got so- to do a ringside interview. There you go with That's Oni awesome. Lorkin. Uh, I almost prefer the interviews to the commentary. I like both, but I really have a good time when I get to hold a mic up in somebody's face. Yeah, it's crazy. So you guys live in Chicago. Did you just hear, I just read the news that like at Billy bought something in Billy Chicago. Billy Corgan purchased the 
NWA or like the oh. rights to the NWA. So he just bought the rights. Is he gonna like start his own thing then? I would assume he's gonna so. be rapping. Um. No, not the band <laughs> NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance. Um, I assume uh, that because he did he buy it from that one dude? What's Bruce that guy? Thorpe? Yeah, who got it in under some shady dealing somehow. Yeah, um, he's always getting into trouble. <laughs> yeah, really. Mike Johnson at PW Insider. Uh, he wrote all about it and kind of explained everything. And it, I, I would assume, and I mean, of course, there's no details yet or anything like that. I have a theory that he's going to try to somehow reprise the NWA title and make it be this like traveling championship. Traveling well, these old, all these people, and I'm the same way, like grew up, who grew up like when you used to see Ric Flair defend the NWA title on like, yeah. world class or go to the UWF and all these other companies. It was like, wow, it's real cool. Like a traveling world champ or go to Japan and defend it. And I have a feeling Billy's uh, probably, uh, a, you know, and I mean it the best way possible, like a mark for that. Oh, yeah. So I think he thinks, or maybe he thinks like, hey, I can, um, you know, create this title or bring this title back and strap it to somebody. Because that was the idea a long time ago. Before Daniel yeah. Bryan got signed the, the first time, they were going to make him the NWA champ and they were going to try and push this like yeah. – Traveling champ thing. Well, then they did that whole thing with Adam Pierce and with Colt and. Well, they were doing that. And it was kind of catching on. And then when that Bruce Thorpe guy got in charge, he didn't want Cabana to be the yeah. champ. And that was kind of like the end of it. And yeah. it's weird. The NWE champs that they've had and they had a weird tie in with New Japan for yeah, a while. Tenzon was, was the champion for a yeah, while. Yeah, they'd have like, um, uh, Rob Conway was the champ. And yeah. they had a lot of other guys who so just They brought like, in some super randos. What was that guy's yeah. name? Like big. Oh. Yeah, there were some randos that were just so randos wrestling here? in New Japan. Is the situation yeah. that this is like a lawless championship that can just float across and whoever well, can have a, it? It's like a governing body. Yeah. And, all these small company, all these small, imagine all the well, indie fans. It's also what Jeff Jarrett was trying to do with Global Force and that yeah. kind of failed miserably. So it'll be interesting, but I don't know. It's one of those things too where it's kind of like, what are you actually buying? Like the yeah. belts and the name and I don't see, um, you know, PWG or AEW or AIW being like, yes, we'll recognize your champion oh, as so the world champion. they don't have their own – it's not like a company that there has was its never, own ring. Back in the day, it floats. It, it was, was like, like a group of promotions that, were, that made up the NWA. And then there was kind of – one company became kind of like, all right, we're the NWA. Okay. So it's it's a floating thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, I'm willing to see where it goes. People are trying to do that. It's like they're trying to bring back the old territory system, and I don't know. Guys are marks for that. Like I, I, I like reading about old territories and hearing about it. Yeah. Guys coming in and out in a one world champion defending. Let me ask you a question: the NWA title, which is it's smaller. Yeah. Do you stick with that because of the history, or do you? change it up and create a new bigger title. No, if you're going to have NWA, I think especially for the people that it means something to, you yeah. have to have that belt. There's what about no a, way Billy's not going to design tiny. a giant Billy belt. Billy loves giant belts when he did Resistance but, Pro. But Women's without that terrifying. belt though, you're not going to you're not going your target audience is immediately going to be pissed off. Can you do a larger version of that title? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that title is very I know it's iconic. When I think of that title, I think about like Dusty Rhodes and Harley yeah. Race and yeah. What if like, they glue it to a bigger belt? Maybe. Because, I mean, uh, well, then there's also – because they can't – like, WWE owns the design of the big gold belt, right? Yes. 
so they can't do that. And they that's the that. other. That's but the only other belt I that, think of. They could make that title. I don't know if it's as big, but they could make that title bigger. Who knows? Yeah. I would think so. if that was one of the things I was going to do, and I know that it's a lot more than a belt, but like, but I kind of all you're buying right now is the belt. So I would say I'm going to show Sarah a photo of it while we're talking. Here. I mean, it is, it's like what you think about that kind of wrestling in that era. And again, the kind of guys that are going to invest into going to NWA shows. Yeah. They're very particular about that kind of stuff. Sure. First sure. LED belt, and the screen can change and yes. also have sponsors flash Absolutely. up on it. That won't piss anybody off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot, they, they got LED on everything these days. Why not an LED My idea title? that I'm always pushing is that the turnbuckles will have uh, still the LED screens, but when wrestlers run into them, they flicker like it's breaking it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Look at this little bell. So I, I know. A picture of Colt with it back uh, in the day. Yeah. Why does Colt? He looks older in this picture than he does now. Oh, it's a different time. Yeah, yeah. Colt. Colt. He's Colt is, I think Colt's like got some Benjamin Button thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll his see. birthday's on Saturday. Colt Cabana's. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, but I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, they got a lot of a lot of work to do because I know that there. Uh, I had heard on. I was listening to Wrestling Observer that uh uh Sinclair before they bought Ring of Honor looked into um purchasing the NWA and then went with Ring of Honor. So Yeah. Well know, then I know TNA they, was originally associated with NWA and Yep. And then yeah. they had to like get the permission to like change titles and they were like, This is dumb. We'll and eventually just they're just guys. like, Yeah, forget this. Yeah. Yep. If you make it too complicated, nobody wants any part of it. That's it. So that's exactly it. And so I don't know what's gonna happen. I I mean Billy does seem to have unlimited money, but I think it's limited. I think I think uh I don't think he has unlimited money and a lot of times too when he's That's making true. these things, he's teaming up with people and you know, it, it's interesting being in Chicago, you kinda hear things. Oh, you know you probably got more of a know line people on who have stuff. worked with up. Sarah works for the company he I came in well, yeah, because he founded he founded Resistance Pro. Is that mm-hmm. and I joined a couple months after he left and it was like this big shake up and uh so they he has lost nothing half to do with that. People. No, he has nothing to do with it. And, the, and financially I don't think he had a big claim and I think the brother mm-hmm. were these other owners. Well, kind of, there was a lot going into it. There there's like some other people involved who like did the music with Billy and then the brothers were financing a lot and it was just it was a big mess and then it ended on very bad terms. I think both sides will say that the other one yeah. was wrong. So but, he's never been like the one and only boss. Okay. Like he was almost at TNA, almost at the, uh, so he's a collaborator, but he does treat it a little bit like he's the one and only boss. So it presents some difficulties. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens when he yeah. is the only boss. Yep. And he might, who knows? He might have a, a TV channel who's like, let's do this. But I mean, he almost had that reality TV show. That's yeah. Like yeah. the big unspoken the resistance pro thing that kind of led to the demise. Yeah. But I mean, that, you know, I think a lot of people, like a reality show or something like that. They think it'll be like this one. It's like, okay, maybe you would have done a reality show and it would have been one season and then it wouldn't have gotten picked up. And then what? Branson famous. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, uh, things like that where people think like it'll be a magic bullet or, Oh, and I know Billy Corgan and I, and I know people who've worked with them and they, there are people who will hear his name and they'll be like, Ooh, we'll take a meeting with Billy Corgan. Like we get to meet Billy Corgan. That's very cool. I mean, he's been on our podcast a couple of times. He he (laughs) comes by our time, our our show every once in a while. But I think that, um, but I think that, um, 
when, when it comes to starting a new company and, you know, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of wrestlers out there that aren't signed by WWE. And if they're yeah. not there, they're with Ring of Honor and New or Japan. Or Lucha Underground. Or Lucha you know, Underground. They're tied up with that. So it's like. Who are you going to get? I mean, again, look at the Global Force roster and there you yeah. go. Like, Yeah. He's got buddies though. He's got That's buddies true. that left with him from Resistance Pro. And, um, I mean, there are people. Yeah. But I mean, if you're trying, if it's, if you buy the NWA and you're like, Hey, I would assume like right away he's trying to compete with Ring of Honor. And how do you, you know? do that when and, Ring and of Honor themselves like, are having it, a problem securing talent, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's tough. It'll be real tough. Cause man, I mean, they're just, it's crazy. Like again, we just talked about this. Like, it seems like WWE is really sweeping everybody up. Like anybody, it, yeah, anybody gets any attention. And now you know they got their guys on guys like Leo Rush. Yep, and probably even like you know your Donovan Djax and. Well, yeah, and then you get that thing too where WWE will tell people whether it's like overtly or what they'll say. Hey, we're probably going to sign you, so don't yeah. go to TNA. And then so then they're just kind of here. in a holding yep. pattern. Yep. Yeah. So, I wonder what I wonder what Vince I wonder if Vince has seen Keith Lee yet. I don't think Vince has seen Keith Lee, but I'm sure William Regal has, and I'm sure they're like, okay, we'll we'll just keep working and we'll get you in here. Because he was my I I had never seen him live before this WrestleMania, yeah. and like holy shit, he's something else. He's making his AEW debut this weekend. I'm very excited. Ooh. He's amazing. Yeah, I saw him in Ricochet at Evolve. I saw he, yeah. this this Mania. That's the other thing that's crazy about Mania. I know you guys didn't get to go to a lot of the indie shows because you're working, mm-hmm. but a lot of these guys. I think Sammy. I was. I went to out non WWE events. I went to twelve shows. Yeah, I think Sammy wrestled and eleven. I think matches. Sammy was at all of them. Yeah, yeah. He wrestled eleven, eleven or twelve matches. Him and Joey Ryan and like Keith Lee. And all these guys, they were just working their asses off. We thought you were tired hosting all those WrestleCon panels. I, that's why I was telling Sarah, I'm like, God, I'm like tired. I'm like, man, I can't even imagine these guys who wrestled yeah. so many matches. Well, we I were went, watching Colt go from manning the table all day to immediately going to shows. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Podcasting in the middle of the night. It was incredible. But that's yeah. that's another thing, too, for that WrestleMania weekend. Like, that's a weekend where – can make. You a can ton not, of only, money. not only make a lot of money, but you make a name for yourself. You get seen because – I know for a fact that um just from my brief time at the performance center, like they got their eyes on all these guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're, especially yeah. the Evolve guys. Like there is there is a reason why Leo Rush is in Evolve right now. Yeah. I can tell you that that's right the now. Last step to NXT. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why I think I, I I mean, yeah, I definitely like those guys like um Evolve's actually coming to Chicago. Are you gonna check that out or yeah, that's actually a combination show that's uh, Freelance and Resistance Pro are sort of hosting and doing yeah. shows earlier in the day, and then Evolve's happening that night. So Marty and I are going to be commentating the Resistance Pro show and nice. then hanging out to watch Evolve. Are that's you guys going cool. to Backlash? I don't think so. I don't think we have uh, Backlash fever. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm still up in the air about I'm NXT. I'm for uh, some house I shows, keep, too. Yeah, house shows. Getting, that we're, two, we're, we're back to two pay-per-views a month, and that's a lot. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And, I mean, I've, I've heard the ticket prices keep dropping for the uh, NXT show. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm there, You'd I, have to leave the Evolve show to go to that, right? Yeah, yeah. the Backlash well, show. I think they're, they're trying to – I just got in, I got in their email list, and it sounds like – Gabe is saying that you're going to be able to do both. They, I'm sure that would they would be smart for them to make that happen because I know that's what they've been doing. About an hour away from NXT, but they're about an hour away from the Allstate. That's arena. the thing is that like 
that's the that's the thing about like evolve like now that they're no they're a certain size they can't just run anywhere so even in Orlando they were like a half hour away yeah I ended up having some logistical issues just getting around to stuff and yeah I think it's supposed to be in New Orleans next they're year also like a half hour together yeah the, um it's interesting because like WrestleCon. They try to be as close to the mania WrestleCon's stuff as possible. not going to be at the same place it was last time in New Orleans, is it? It is. Yeah, that it, will. it will be That there. place was a little small. Well, but they're going to get – They're expanding. They're expanding okay. the parking lot, and they're okay. going to have a giant tent in the parking lot. That'll work then. Yeah, it's going to be great. Because I'm like, if it was – because it was packed four What's, years ago. Yeah, yeah, they're aware of that. So it's like that, that one place will be kind of all your vendors, and then the arena will be a, kind of a man-made arena outside. It's going to be really cool. And those okay. tents, like, are incredible. Like, the technology of yeah. – I used to work at a museum exhibition in a tent like that, and the only time you knew it was a tent was when it stormed and everything yeah, would blow around. Cool. Yeah, it'll be cool. And the weather's great there. It's going to yeah. be awesome. That was a super bummer because I um was that that year where you guys ended up having to like not do some stuff because it was or was that in San Jose where it was raining? Yeah, that was San Jose. That was outside with the the ring and stuff, and the weather was real weird. Yeah, but yeah, no, New Orleans was great. That was I just I I got to you guys did so much cool shit there, and again, like just I mean, like you got Sting came up on stage. I remember yeah. meeting Sting. I remember being front we row had for Sting, that. We had Goldberg. Goldberg. Um, I remember you and you and um, you and uh, Colt were heckling Virgil for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very cool. That was the year where everybody was dressed as either the Shield or the Wyatt family. <laughs> yeah, and then I remember when when everything stopped when Piper had that whole crazy entrance when he came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. That was Michael like the from, greatest moment for me was, of like that was uh, Michael from High Spots' idea to when he had Roddy Piper come in. He was like, you know what? What if we hired a bunch of bagpipe guys to escort them into the WrestleCon? Oh, and it was so cool. That's you brought that up. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. And I my other highlight I was doing back during these times, like, oh, I was missing so much. So Sarah's oh. pre wrestling days. Yeah. yeah. That my other that was when I got hooked because I had been out of the game for a while just because I was I I had I had gotten out. After Benoit, because I just I couldn't I couldn't yeah. do it for a while after that because he was my favorite wrestler in the whole oh, world boy. and having that happen was awful and just yeah. kind of and then after that Eddie you know and and then I got back into it Summer of Punk but then got so frustrated with the way that fizzled out yeah that I kind of left again but then 2013 my my friends like I'm watching again and you should watch and. That's kind of how this podcast started. Awesome. And That's great. Got super hooked on and went, and then I went to WrestleMania and I'm like, well, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Like, it's yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. I don't know if any, if it's, everything's changed so much. And I don't know if, if like, it's, it's one of those things of like, you don't know, man, but like, there was such a, it was like the WWE, especially when Daniel Bryan was, on the rise of all yeah. those pay-per-views that, that you had to pay $60 oh. for yeah. and they would, Orton would beat them and it was just be well, that, so where bad. they, he kept getting, they just, they end, they had like yeah. five pay-per-views in a, in row, a row that ended in screw yeah. jobs that I I'm remember, paying like 50 bucks a like, for. You win SummerSlam, you're like, oh great, he won SummerSlam. I was there, I was there yeah. for that. Like, I was great in moment. It's oh. awesome and then Orton cashes in. It's like, come on. I remember one of the pay-per-views they did where Big Show, remember when Big Show oh, came out? Big Show tried to steal the yes chant. No, Big Show just knocked out Daniel Bryan oh, yeah. and Orton. And they didn't and that was even the have end. a finish. Oh, that's weird. We had ordered that pay-per-view at my friend Gary's house, and Gary called the pay-per-view company 
and he goes, this is bullshit. There wasn't a winner. Uh, I want my money back. And they go, okay, you can have your money <laughs> I'm back. I'm sure a lot yeah. of people on Reddit yeah. were doing that. And we I read that. We read I that. People scared were scared to that. do it. Well, people so people started tweeting like, I got my money back. Yeah. And I'm a like, Gary. And he goes, give me the phone. And he just is like, he got, he's like, you know, God damn it. I, I pay, uh, I pay, I pay for this pay per view. And, uh, I, there's no conclusive winner in the main event. I, I want my money back. And they're like, okay. Yeah. That's and amazing. I remember just when it got to the point where it became obvious that it was going to be Daniel Bryan Orleans, I'm like, yeah. I have to go. I have yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be there. And that is seriously, for me, that was the greatest. Like, yeah. And but, I love, I love how, um, like to this day, JBL on all those shows still insists like that was the plan all along. It's like, mm, shut the bullshit. fuck up. They tried liar. so many different things in between I SummerSlam. I, I mean, Royal Rumble, they thought Batista was going to make us all forget. Yep. And yep. The Vince, Batista. Said, Vince said Batista and Orton will be the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time. Okay. Remember? I remember I bought a ticket and realizing that that was probably going to be what I'm going to see. Oh, man. And I was like, it got to the point where I'm like, this is going to be a shit show and I want to yeah. be there. I but- remember as a little boy, gonna, I was going to go to WrestleMania 8 and I was so excited. And it was going to be Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan. And then they changed it and I was so uh, bummed. I was so bummed. You were there for that? Yeah, I was one of the worst WrestleManias ever. Oh, Did you go to 13? I went to, I went to 13 also. I've been to two of the oh, worst You've been to two of like the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but you were there for Austin and Brett, which That's is like the thing. The, where I like, say, okay, WrestleMania 8 was terrible, but Brett and Piper was awesome. Yeah. And then I went to WrestleMania 13 and saw to what I think is the greatest match of all time. Oh yeah, that is for me. That's it right there. Um, yeah. Speaking of Bret Hart, my WrestleMania what if, my my first WrestleMania should have been 12 in Anaheim. Yeah. The Iron Man match, okay. but I got deathly ill. Uh, and my mom and de- my mom would not let me go. Yeah. And I was beyond. Did you let you order it on pay-per-view? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was the only pay-per-view I ever got to order as a child. That's a good mom. Yeah. All right. I mean, you talk about the whole watching through scrambled and like, Oh yeah. My dad was, my dad convinced me that he couldn't order the pay-per-view, but he showed me how to do that when I was like eight. Okay. (laughs) And he's like, you can listen to it. It's like listening to it on the radio. Oh, it's great. (laughs) I totally bought it. Yeah. You get your figures out. You play along. It's great. I think the first time I did that was like WrestleMania six. Yeah. And, uh, Cause, but yeah, I, and it's just being there. I keep telling, cause people are always like, oh, is it worth it? You know, and I'm like, just being there. It's incredible. I mean, I can't even imagine what it must have been like. You guys were on the floor. Yeah. That was amazing. What, what was that like? I mean, I think the whole atmosphere was so cool because I didn't realize how big the stadium would be and hearing the chance kind of drift yeah. around. I ran into a high school friend of mine who's also on the floor. Oh, that's awesome. And so it's like this big sense of community and also yeah. the weather was amazing. And then seeing them, like seeing them do those big drop moves and then also looking up at the Titan Tron and then watching it go from day to night, like all of it together combined to be just one of the coolest things I've ever been part of. That's awesome. We were directly across from the entranceway, so it was okay. really cool watching. Were you by where the they ring. were doing that like match before the show yeah, started? We saw that. Yeah, we saw that. That was crazy. that was wild. 
I just saw some dude like dive off of something and everyone yeah. was like, holy shit. I turned to you and I said, do people do this? And you were yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, we were by a it's couple a little thing. kids, which is my favorite. I love going oh, to yeah. wrestling shows. Oh my God. Those little we kids had a around. little kid behind me and you, and the mom just had no idea what was going on. Yep. Same and thing. So she's, at, she's asking yeah. me and this other guy next to me like questions and. <laughs> The and then next to us didn't even like ask questions. People just would explain just it to done. her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting, this is the Undertaker. It's a big deal. Okay, sure. I, I had to tell her. I I felt bad at the end because this little kid was great, but he was being a little shit king a lot of the times. Yeah, and but in a good way, like a fun yeah. little kid way. But he was like, Undertaker sucks. Yeah, Taker sucks. Roman forever. Hey, and man, then, that's his guy. And then, but then when Ro- when it was just the Taker in there and all the men and the like everybody. Yeah. And the audience is having their Undertaker moment, and the kid was still yelling stuff. Oh, and I'm like, no. I'm like, you guys might want to leave. Um, oh no! People were getting pissed. Yeah. Like, and I didn't want to have anybody ruin this kid's night. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, hey, you might want to just take your son and. Yeah, some of the most fun times I had were going to shows like where the kids were chanting for Cena, and like yeah. the guys and everyone else were cheer- like cheering for whoever the opponent was, and it's it's. It's just very fun. I watched a kid yeah. argue with my friend over whether America or Russia was better because it was Cena versus <laughs> Rusev, and my friend's like, "I don't know. Russia's pretty cool." And this kid's like, "No, America's better." This there was this germ. This guy had come from Germany to go to WrestleMania. He'd never been before, and he like was with his like flo- friend from Orlando, and and they were just having so much fun with this kid. He like taught him fake curse words in German because oh, he boy. like he didn't want to actually teach because the kid's like teach me a curse word in German yeah. and, <laughs> and the kid's like uh um but it was pretty fun yeah it's always that's the best part I think about Wrestlemania is like one I mean hopefully I've never had a like sat next to total idiots yeah I'm sure because you're there it's so long it's like it, six, it was long. six seven hours you're sitting there well, so I'm like was having a nap by the end oh man yeah we, we had people we had like a couple people around us who clearly were just like they're because of a kid or, a, or yeah. a, you know, someone else. And it was just like, it's kind of funny. Like, that's a long day to bring she someone out. A, that's a dedicated parent. Right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I, I, I have to get there early. Cause I almost last year in Dallas, I had this horrific experience where be like at AT&T stadium, the Wi-Fi wasn't working. Which I heard about really that. Did. Yeah. Um, and the reason why the, or why our, our friend Ryback is so mad, cause, you know, cause the arena was mostly empty. It was I because, know. it's because they wouldn't, I got there so early and I still, I got in during the Dudley Boys Usos match. Oh, oh man. We were outside for like three hours. Yeah, it was crazy. They couldn't, I was scared about that and I was scared about the weather and everything yeah. was perfect there. Yeah. And yeah. I walked, I walked right in, no problems, no line, yeah. nothing. And yeah, I, I got in quick. They made me throw my purse away, but I got in. Oh yeah, the clear bags thing. Mm-hmm. I saw ladies throwing away like Gucci. Yeah, purses. I wish they would have donated them. That's my big. Yeah, I, I'm like, I hope they do that. No, they were in the oh. trash. It was oh man, that's horrible. Although oh, I think the security yeah, lady said you guys that she had the security <laughs> lady on your show, and she said, "Yeah, I think she, I think she, I think she protected the business." Humoring you guys. That woman <laughs> should get an award for protecting well, you saw the how business. She came out at NXT, yeah. or she came out during the, the NXT tapings and uh, escorted the Drifter out of the ring, which oh, was I fantastic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was did a very cool callback to her. They had her come out and put the Drifter in like an arm, like a like a, a hammer lock, and drag him outside of the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the ringside area. It was very cool. Yeah. 
I was yeah. <laughs> NXT. I was wearing my uh, a little Enzo street shirt um, when I went backstage to take over. Awesome. And uh, um, Finn Balor said, "Nice shirt." So. Whoa. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Hey. That's big and, for a little guy. And then the new guy, and I actually, and also the new guy that was wearing the heart pin. Yeah. I, he also gave a thumbs up. So. Mike Rome. Wow. Mike Rome. That's great. Wow. What a treat. So just wanted you guys to be aware. Very cool. That, Thanks know. for helping us hit the big times, <laughs> Brendan. But I, cool. I still was trying. I was protecting the business, you know. Hey, man, we appreciate it. I didn't draw too much attention. Um, when I took my picture with Daria, which she's got a new name now. I don't know how I feel about that. What's her new name? I forgot what it is, but they. I guess she came out. She's going to be on this next week of NXT and okay. got a new name. Okay. Um, they love I, to do that there. I mean, yeah, I know. I still. That's where you have to remind yourself that it is developmental. Oh, yep. she's going by Truth or Daria now. No, she's. <laughs> that would be the best. But she looked at my shirt. She's like, "Is that Enzo?" I'm like, "Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> sort of." <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was. She was cool. Yeah, awesome. we we got to watch it from a suite, and they brought up some wow. some of the guys. Um, Very that, cool. Weren't on the show except Bobby Roode came up at the beginning. Who was, was the coolest person that you got to meet? Oh man, there's so many. Uh, I mean, Shinsuke was amazing. Okay. Um, but the by far the nicest was, um, Billy and, uh, I mean, protect the business, but Billy and Peyton. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. There you yeah. go. They're awesome. amazing. That's awesome. Um, hey boys. Welcome yeah. to, <laughs> welcome to WrestleMania. Yeah. When I, when I walked up, into that like kitchen area in the performance center, which was just surreal because I've seen so many videos and mm-hmm. everything. They're standing there on one side, and Shinsuke is standing on the other side. And I'm like, oh no, what do I do? Like, yeah. I don't know which way to go. Decisions, decisions. I'm like, I, I have to go to Shinsuke first. Sure. I'm wearing the Nakamura shirt, and I think he was. They like asked that. This is how amazing the WWE is. We filled out a whole questionnaire thing, and like. I think they put them there because I put that they were like my favorites. Like oh, I think wow. that's why they were there. Wow. And that's and like because awesome. I it was they knew I was coming up next and yeah we were right there and it was crazy. It, the whole well, thing. Was crazy. Luckily, you didn't put the drifter as a joke. Oh man. <laughs> um, but um, I had one more. We we're talking about Wrestling Observer, Big yes. Dave. Yes. You had your Big Dave moment. Oh man, our sweet. This sweet young sports journalist didn't think that he could get a ticket to see the wrestling shows, but by then we were such good friends with him. We, I literally told Dave Meltzer to drop Marty's name if he couldn't get into a show because the <laughs> night before we met him at Wally Mania and I yeah. was real starstruck. Uh, and the first time I met him, I just mentioned how weird it was that there's a bathroom attendant at the nightclub we were partying in and then we did our bit uh, to open up Wally Mania, and I wasn't sure. I thought it went okay. The crowd was a little bit like, what's going on? And a couple people thought that I really worked for the WWE because the bit was that I did, but I obviously don't. And afterward, I turned to Marty. I was like, I kind of want to get a picture with Dave. And Marty's like, come on, we're going to do it. And then we went down there. He had heard the whole bit perfectly from the green room, and he had thought it was so funny, and we were just hugging, and all of a sudden oh, we man. were the best of friends. 
And he said, I turned to JR. I said, this woman is funny as hell. Oh my God. And yes. I don't think I've, I don't think I ever came down from that. I, would yeah, die. I think I'm still in the sky. She got to melt her five stars for her performance. <laughs> he gave I, the haunted mansion at Disney four stars according to Court Bauer. They went to Disney World <laughs> together. Like Dave had uh, as good of a WrestleMania as me. And that's saying a like lot. He's having a great time. I saw him multiple times. I saw him at progress. I sat right behind him at the WrestleCon Super Show. Yeah, um, that's the show that he was afraid he couldn't get into. He was afraid they wouldn't let him in. <laughs> like, we're like, people, people want you there, Dave. walked or by, and that whole stand that I was in was like, Dave! Yeah, I think you're fine, man. He's that was a uh, nice um, He's so nice. And at PWG, my first experience with him was I was sitting two seats next behind him at, uh, at um, BOLA 2015. Yeah. And he grabbed onto me during the guerrilla warfare match because he almost got smashed with the ladder. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit. No, so you saved his like, life. <laughs> I got to protect the business, literally. Yeah, I know and, that he's, like, surprised when he would go to those PWG shows, and he's like, I, I, I people wanted to take pictures with me. He, yeah, I, I got a selfie him. with him. Yeah, you got like, him. Immediately. <laughs> like, immediately. Yeah. My and Facebook he, profile picture is still me and Dave. <laughs> He was wearing a like 1994 G1 Climax shirt, and I'm like, oh, holy dude. shit, dude! Like, <laughs> tucked in, I'm sure. It was. Oh yeah. Oh, somebody sent me that picture of him where he had missed a belt. Missed belt. belt. Oh. <laughs> that was but um, I just wanted to close on the fact that we are getting Ring of Japan's coming to my area. That's right. In Long Beach, California, and uh, are we? I'm so excited for this. Yes. It's going to be like the best weekend of yep. all time. I mean, yeah. just seeing New Japan live is going to be so crazy. And I was at um, I was at Pancakes and Pile Drivers, the Pancakes and Pile Drivers yes. show. Shout out to Pro Sammy Wrestling of All Heard, Sammy yep. Callahan, and they delivered with those pancakes, man. They did. They had I have got on board. I have got on board. That's great. Yeah, it was so great. I ate a lot of pancakes. There you I, go. That shit was free. And That's awesome. <laughs> you got to you got to get all the free food you can and during WrestleMania because it's. It gets expensive, but uh, so um, Big Dave, I saw Big Dave there, and I had just gotten my my tickets to um to New Japan. Shout out to a buddy who saw my shirt. Was like, "Are you going to Ring in Japan?" I'm like, "Oh shit, those are on sale right now." Yeah, and um, I managed to pick up a seat, and then I asked Big Dave, "What are, what do we what can we look forward to?" And he said, "This is a Meltzer quote. It's going to be bigger. It's like bigger than pay per view level. They're going yeah. all out." All right. Oh, that's going to be amazing. There's a preview that just dropped too. Off the yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. I it's love the amazing. voiceover they got guy that they got. I mean, that guy is awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> and I, I think, I mean, my, I don't know. This is a crazy prediction. I think Kenny's going to win the IWGP title. There. At, I, I think they're going to do something huge. Oh, I think he's going to win the G1. But that's interesting. We'll see. But I, we'll but see. I would also want to see him win the G1. I mean, I don't know. But he, I don't know, is you think he's going to repeat the G1? Didn't he win the G1 last year? He did, he did. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know, especially now with Shibata gone. Like, cause yeah, I think it was going to be Shibata's yeah. year. I think this was definitely going to be Shibata time, yeah. which is very unfortunate. That's a bummer. But I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited for the Long Beach shows. You're I'm super excited for whatever it is. I'm super excited for whatever you guys got going on. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just 
if Big Dave, I trust Big Dave. He said we're going to get a great hey, show. They're going to look. They're going to yeah. They're going to try and go all out. I I believe that, and I believe Big Dave and whatever he says. Yeah. Yeah, and I I um when I was at the same, I was at the Long Beach Arena for the WWE house show that they had there, the Raw show. Yeah. Which everybody just get ready. Um, go to the bathroom beforehand. There's like two bathrooms in the entire arena. Oh no. That was definitely an issue. Oh no. During this WWE house show. Good to know. Good to know. So, That's the kind of news I need. Yeah. Um, the beverages, guys. But there is a uh, there's a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles nearby. That place Sarah is amazing. Sarah loves chicken and waffles. I'm a big chicken and it's waffles. It's her market. favorite thing. Yeah. We'll have to go get chicken and waffles. All right. Um, hopefully with Tanahashi. And yeah. <laughs> that's my dream is to be in Kojima. Roscoe's and, yeah. like, Tanahashi or Okada walks in. Oh, yeah. That's my dream. There you go. Um, well, and, here's uh, to it coming true this year. <laughs> and I'm super excited for um, just you guys got a lot going on. And Marty and Sarah loves wrestling. You got your store opening soon? Very soon. Uh, yeah, this month we're going to release the website. So okay. get ready. And we're going to have a special new domain name. I put in my vote. By the time vote. this is out, it'll be released. Awesome. And everybody can find you on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff, right? Yeah, at Martin That's Sarah right. Pod on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Martin Sarah Love Wrestling on Facebook. Uh, you can always email at Martin Sarah Love Wrestling at gmail.com. Sarah with an H. Sarah You're on the H. MLW network. We are. Yes. And Every Marty, Thursday. Marty, you've got Wrestling with Depression, which is another show that I am a huge fan of. Thank you very much. Yeah. Also check that out on iTunes or WrestlingWithDepression.com. You've always been super encouraging and supportive to me. I remember the first time I met you in San Jose, you gave me a big hug. And you're, you're a good made guy. Made me feel like Turns everything's going to be okay. Hey, man, if we got good wrestling, everything will be okay. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for going take two here. You got it. I really Thanks appreciate it. Thanks for having it. us. Thanks, thank you. Guys. Uh, TSA, you can't mess this one up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Jeez. All right, well, thank you guys. And for MBWS, I'm Brendan Creasy, and we'll see you next time in the ring. It's on time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. We can take this to the center of the ring And when the bell dings, it's time to go I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts You're going home with a face full of welts We came to win, well you better know It's Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week, go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com. And yeah, thanks a lot. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.